Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio experience. Hello, everyone. Welcome to our show. Today we discuss about feature snippets, how you can get a lot more traffic if you optimize your website with feature snippets. And uh, everyone knows them like position zero, position one. It depends. Uh, okay, we can uh, figure out and find uh, replies to our questions with Himani Kankaria. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. I'm so excited to learn more about that. I know that, you know, uh, today, if you are looking only for getting SEO traffic without optimizing for uh, some uh, blocks that we have on Google, it's hard to go ahead because uh, with these blocks, you can get results much higher, especially with featured snippets, because uh, it's, um, you know, uh, when your competitors ignore to optimize with feature snippets, you can get the number one position if you rank in the top 10. So why not? You know, you can outrank yeah. them with less Absolutely. efforts. So I'm excited to learn about that. Uh, we have a sponsor today, Ahrefs. SEO tools and resources to grow your search traffic. By, by the way, do you know about this tool? I think you yeah, know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah it, it's awesome tool. Uh, and it helps to find keywords, uh, link building opportunities, many other stuff, uh, technical optimization. And by the way, you can find about feature snippets as well. Before we start, yeah. just tell more about your experience, background, and why you decided to take this topic. Okay. So like um, I've been doing uh, SEO since more than uh, 14 years now. And uh, I have been into this, you know, uh, SEO stuff that when there was this Panda and Penguin update where, uh, you know, there. And at that point in time, I just had two and a half years of experience in SEO. And that was the time when we actually saw, you know, the complete transformation that happened in the SEO industry, right? So it was like, you know, uh, that was the time when most of the companies, most of the SEO companies got shut up just because of their content. Uh, you know, content was the major thing that happened at that point in time, right? So, you know, uh, uh, well, I was uh, on a maternity break at that point in time. So, you know, I had to learn a lot about, you know, what is happening in the industry and everything. And then slowly and gradually, I understand that it was, you know, it was the uh, content that made all of this, uh, you know, shift that happened, you know, uh, uh, the algorithms were very strong on uh, the content front. So that's when I thought then let me experiment my, you know, skills on content, right? So. I loved writing, but then uh, it was like, you know, I never tried and, you know, I never optimized the content before it went live, right? So for one of those uh, blogs at that point in time in, say, 2015, I believe that, you know, I uh, created a content and I almost took uh, like three weeks to, you know, create that content and even, you know, make all optimized and make sure that it is much different than what the competitors have. So the moment I launched that blog, uh, you know, within one week, it was there on the featured snippets. So it's, mm -hmm. that was the, you know, changing uh, stuff. I would say that, you know, it brought me a lot of appreciation from the management uh, and the entire organization and something. So, so that motivated me a lot, right? So that's when, you know, the love, the passion for featured snippets happened to me. So by that time, it, I was in-house. Then I went to become a consultant for three years. And now finally... I own, uh, you know, content-driven SEO company, which is Massive Digital. Mm -hmm. Nice, nice. Love it. Uh, I, I have the question about your uh, activity, you know, actions online. And uh, I found that you uh, spoke on Brighton SEO, White Park Local SEO, SEMrush, uh, 
meet magenta uh, you uh, write for search engine journal can you tell how you can achieve high results i mean like uh, to be uh, super active uh, on this uh, i think world known events and uh, tell uh, what kind of information can you bring on this events okay so it's like you know uh, when it comes to say you know being active it's all because of you know wonderful team that i have who you know take care of many things and it's like you know the process and the team you know they blend it so well together so that's how you know i'm able to get out uh, bring out some time right at least that i can bring some value that we are actually testing and uh, experimenting uh, you know at missive we want to bring that thing and you, to the people that at least they can know that what we are trying and whether it has been successful or not so we are not uh, you know we are not in a uh, this thing that we want to just focus on just sharing the case studies of success stories but rather we are also looking at you know what didn't work when we actually implemented a certain you know content optimization so even you know i recently put a, a piece on uh, content optimization mistakes on search engine journal so mm -hmm. that was the complete list of 17 mistakes that happened to us th through these years right mm -hmm. so even that whether it is a conversation with our team member or anything that we have brought it uh, into one piece right so it's like you know honestly speaking it takes like 60 uh, it took me 16 hours or something to write that 3000 words mm -hmm. so uh, it's like you know it's something that you know team really helps uh, in that thing that you know i am able to find out some time that i can be you know able to share such insights with the people that we do at nasr and mm -hmm. uh, Uh, i guess uh, you asked me about you know how i bring value to the uh, events it's something that you know uh, there are always new things coming right new experiments that we have done with other websites and everything so that's what helps us to you know uh, maybe uh, come with different uh, real life examples and with new packaging mm -hmm. yeah love love it love it i think you know because people are looking for a real experience they are not interested yeah. to learn some theory this fluff because you know yeah uh, the era of lazy marketers is that you know it's hard to get results if you uh, are not looking for new ways how to provide marketing campaigns to get results and uh, i want to get back to our main topic about feature snippets for example i have a website and i want to get this traffic where to start what i need to do first okay so th that depends now if you have a website if it is a new website you have to mm -hmm. start with uh, creating the content calendar right because uh, it's it's like there there are no content already published on the website and if it's a new uh, you know website there you have to actually do the keyword research and come up with the topics that actually have featured snippets right so i, I mean i already have uh, you know uh, we have this process that we have a calendar where we you know put out all of these details we even our content calendar has this uh, column which talks about which type of feature snippets that blog has right so we start with that direction right identifying the topics then also making sure that you know how that our content would beat the other content uh, you know that is there on the search competing with this topic right so we identify those things and try to come up with something that you know uh, that would help the reader read the entire content honestly people don't have uh, time to read you know 3000 4000 words but they trust you when you have covered all of these things that they expected so that's what we call you know we call it as readers uh, you know expectations 
so uh, you know a user's reading expectation just like that we have uh, user search intent right so uh, we call it as user's reading intent so we match we try to match that as well that why a particular audience would be you know uh, reading for a uh, you know topic say i had an example i mean we did it for ecom kida it's a an e-commerce knowledge base where we put out content right so there it actually happened that you know we had to write about top fashion e-commerce brands but then uh, when it comes to that topic people have this perception that they just want to know the list of brands where they can find good fashion uh, you know uh, good apparels and everything right but the target audience of ecom kida was not those people who are looking to buy something the target mm-hmm. audience of ecom kida are entrepreneurs who are looking to inspire from this uh, those fashion brands so what we did is we took the keyword that particular keyword we write, we wrote about that uh, topic top fashion brands uh, you know top online fashion brands and honestly we just put out the success stories there what changes that they these top fashion brands did what decisions that they took that's why they are standing on top right so honestly speaking it was published on 2018 it is still on features to Mm-hmm. so you know we try to match you know the user search intent we try to match their reading intent and we try to make sure that the content that is written adds value to you know uh, all the readers right for mm-hmm. that obviously we have to do the keyword research uh, that is there we also have to do all the on page stuff that is also there you know uh, optimizing site title tags meta description tags but you know you have to start it with planning that you know how are you going to beat your say competitors feature snippets or you are going to just rank it for the first time because that happens sometimes there are no feature snippets for certain queries but it might come you know if uh, uh, if you just uh, try and you know solve a user's query it definitely you know bring you some new feature snippet that was not there earlier mm-hmm. love it love it uh, can you tell about the technical aspect for example uh uh feature snippets are limited with the number of symbols uh can you tell uh how to find the right uh quantity of symbols that we need to write and how to submit this uh paragraph or uh quote on your content uh because we need to get it in natural way because uh, you know not for the sake of submitting uh mm-hmm. yeah just uh let us know about uh the uh, the quantity i mean like uh, the number of symbols and how to submit naturally right so you know uh, uh, i would uh, frame it in this way that you know when it comes to say a uh, featured snippets the first important thing on your page is the structure how you have structured your content right how the h1 is how to h2 is how you have placed h3s whether they would fit in in the you know that featured snippet box or not right there is this google's patent of featured snippets where they explicitly tells you that uh, you know uh, they always find out that whether that particular content would would fit in that you know their uh, designated space or not right they always identify that thing and then they provide the snippet score to all the results and then they choose one from those the one with highest snippet score so so that's what the google's uh, you know uh, snip, uh, patent talks about right so there it is you know uh, first thing what matters is that how you uh, structure your content right so what you need to do is say for example uh, there is a uh, topic about what is content optimization right so 
when i am looking to understand about what is content optimization i am not looking to read the entire 2000 or 3000 words blog no not at all the intent behind me reading or searching for that keyword would be just a little bit of insi- insights right i mean what is content optimization that's it so if i have mm-hmm. to talk about the word count that differs maybe you can explain what is content optimization in say 200 words that's it right mm-hmm. and maybe uh, you can uh, now th- that is something on what is optimization right but now if we want to talk about the benefits of content optimization right if i have to list down number 1 number 2 number 3 right those things cannot be wrapped up in 200 words so there what i need to do is i have to identify the pointers and then decide what the word count would be i would say that you know because i have written a blog on this already i believe that i should be able to wrap this entire section of why to uh, you know why optimize for optimize your content is something around 1500 words would do maximum right and mm-hmm. now if it comes to say how to content right if i have to explain you how to optimize for feature snippets right if i have to write this obviously there will be step 1 step 2 step 3 and even uh, for all of these steps there would be inside sub steps as well right that we would might to might need to do it right so there the word count could be like you know say 3000 or 3500 words right because it's a how to mm-hmm. guide so honestly mm-hmm. the word count depends on what topic you want a featured snippet mm-hmm. for if you are able to find that out then you have to frame it in a way that has the queries mix of queries i would not say that we should use uh, you know the exact match keyword or uh, you know queries but we should be looking and targeting and using queries that are you know that could be broad match or that could be a long tail one or something like that when you explain that paragraph so have your h2 with the target query and then use a paragraph or a listicle depending on the type of featured snippet that is there on the google search mhm love it love it yeah interested uh, can you tell about your loving tools that you use to find this uh, feature snippet opportunities and uh, how to use them in the right way uh, i i want to tell why i'm asking about that because i often see when uh, webmasters uh, buy paid tools but don't use all features that they can get from these tools just mm-hmm. to search for high volume keywords that's why most of them uh, fail without results uh, but uh, can you tell how to use uh, which tools and how to use them right So if I talk about say tools, uh, usually uh, you know I start using first with Search Console uh, because that's where I am able to identify the queries that have some visibility, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if obviously because the first uh, basic step is that you know it should be that the, that content should be on page one, then only you can you know optimize it for featured snippets because Google actually selects the uh, uh, I mean URL from that particular top ten results. right they identify a featured snippets from the top 10 results of search so obviously your page has to be on page 1 so if that is there obviously you will be having a list of keywords or queries that are driving you some impressions or clicks right but there the trick is that most of the time uh, they shows you a good or correct number uh, i mean correct uh, queries but there are times where they actually showcase very broad terms which mismatches with the you know actual intent of a keyword right that might be possible that you see a money keyword for a blog uh, you know on search console and vice versa 
in that case you have to make sure you pick up the right queries from your search console and then make it a list you know uh, uh, make it a list uh, in your sheet and then what you do is go to hrefs or any other seo tool what you can do is you can identify the secondary keywords that you would want to actually rank maybe you are not driving impressions right now but those could be mm -hmm. the queries that might be important or might be related to your topic right identify those queries from uh, hrefs and you know gather them make a list of them now you have keywords right keywords is done next thing is that you have to identify that you know whether your topic has featured snippet or not mostly uh, you know hrefs helps you with this information that what queries have search uh, this uh, you know featured snippet but in case if you want to do you can use google uh, search obviously you can use google search and see if there is any featured snippet for your location so that is uh, the second thing that you can use then obviously you know what we do is we usually manually read all the content right uh, because what we want to do is we want to identify a differentiator the differentiator that would help our content make much more sense than the other blogs right so that's why we actually uh, you know read the entire blogs for all the 10 top 10 sites and then we identify what all things they missed out what all things we should be adding and uh, maybe you know uh, there might be some visuals that can make it more impactful for the users to understand the topic right so that is the manual stuff there we don't use any uh, tool then we use surfer seo surfer seo helps us with a lot of information honestly some information are uh, useful and some are not obviously for some reasons that you know there are times that they suggest you some terms that uh, you know your competitors have used and you must also use it but there you have to make a very wise decision you cannot completely rely on any of the tools you have to you know use your strategic and decision making skills that you know okay these have they have suggested the terms they have suggested uh, the you know internal links that you would be grabbing uh, they have suggested some kind of page speed uh, suggestions and something like that right uh, uh, heading tags title tags they suggest you a lot of things but there you have to take the decision what all things would help you there your seo instincts will help you and obviously we use uh, you know uh, those um, uh tracking tools right so obviously we use analytics we use search console for tracking whether it has achieved uh, you know uh, i mean uh, obviously for tracking feature snippets href would be there that whether we have achieved the feature snippet or not but then the impact we track on analytics and search console that you know how much there is a difference after achieving a feature snippet and how much difference is there in uh, you know losing a feature snippet honestly we have seen drastic change in ctrs and traffic when we lose a feature snippet so that is something that you know that quickly helps us understand oh you have lost a feature snippet <laughs> love it especially when you mentioned about seo instinct you know <laughs> because yeah, yeah sometimes when uh, my clients ask me uh, can you tell how you found this i don't know you know it's instinct you know seo instinct when you work uh, every single day in your lab niche when you learn a lot of about your niche when you practice uh, yeah you have this instinct to find the right way so yeah love it <laughs> uh, right. can you tell can you tell about uh, uh, importance of uh, seo foundation for example uh, if you want to get uh, traffic from feature snippets you need to optimize your website at all you know you need to get uh, high ranking positions as well can you tell how it's important uh, op uh, to get ranking positions before feature snippets or we can optimize for feature snippets and forget about seo ranking what do you think 
Right. So usually we pick up in that way that, you know, we go to the search console and we identify and pick up those blogs that have some visibility. So even if they are on page two or page three, we start picking up them and we try to optimize it so that at least they can reach to page one. Right. The moment they are on page one, there will be another set of optimization that we do. So it's not something that, you know, uh, we keep optimization like only every two months or three months. If, uh, optimization is something that we do almost every month. Even for the blogs that we have optimized the last month, we will look at their uh, search console and analytics and we will again optimize them so that they can be better every time. So, uh, you know, serving the reader's intent and obviously helping search engines understand more about the page, right? So that's why even, you know, uh, uh, when it comes to say foundation, it is something that, you know, uh, you, you at least have to be somewhere visible to start optimizing a content, right? If it is not in top 10, then obviously there is the biggest issue there, right? Then your any of your optimization, even, you know, uh, we had a client uh, where they had written very thin content. So we had to remove all the content and what we had to do is, you know, recreate all the content. And that's where, you know, the shift happened. And then we, you know, started optimizing again the blogs. Every, you know, three weeks we used to monitor them. And then again, we used to, you know, uh, uh, optimize it. So it's like a cycle, you know. Uh, I mean, uh, in my White Spark talk also, I told that, you know, publishing a content is just the 20% of your task. But when it comes to optimizing, we do it almost 80% of the time. So, mm -hmm. you know, the ratio is kind of uh, that, uh, you know, that we follow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, nice, nice. Okay, uh, let's talk about uh, creating content. You, you mentioned uh, about uh, you read uh, uh, the entire blog post and think how you can submit uh, additional information. But, you know, uh, it's interesting that, uh, you know, uh, I often see when the master submit for the sake of having it. And, uh, for example, if I need to submit information about weight loss or, or I don't know, crypto uh, forecast, you know, I'm not good with these topics. Uh, it's not my direction. Uh, if you ask me about digital marketing, okay, I can do it about SEO, I can do it, but other topics, it's hard. Can you tell how to uh, submit the right information if you have no experience with that, but you need to help clients? Content creators need to do it or SEO specialists uh, can uh, optimize content? Right. So uh, in that case, we recommend, you know, doing uh, maybe experimenting two things. First, what we do is, you know, we usually uh, try to create outlines on our end itself. Because we have to make sure that the content that is going to be created, it competes with the content that is already there on the you know top 10 uh, uh, serps, right? So what we do is when we create our content calendar, all the outlines of that content is present there. The writer just have to go onto the content calendar. They just have to pick up the outline. Even they will have the list of references as well. That this is where you have to bring this content from. I mean, inspiration, obviously because uh, content writers cannot be subject matter experts. So we have to help them with the subject matter expertise. We have to put them notes. We have to share them the, you know, uh, say uh, references, uh, sites and everything, right? So what we do is we create the outline, we provide them the, uh, you know, this thing, and that's how they can create a content and then we optimize it, right? Looking at how they have created the headlines, how they, whether it is creative or not, whether it is, you know, very catchy or not, whether it uh, serves the, uh, you know, SEO best practices has been used or not. So everything, right? So, uh, you know, this way also works for us. And even we have tried another way around is that, you know, the content comes like, you know, pre-optimized from the writers itself. We provide them the list of keywords, you know, they use it, they optimize it, and then they send it. 
because there they have been working with us since a long time so based on our feedback based on our suggestions on our calls and everything they have now started understanding the impact of how they can create the headlines how they can you know uh, take a conversation uh, from one topic to another right with a subsection to another subsection right so that's how you know uh, and even providing guidelines help a lot you know if you provide a list of guidelines that is amazing you know that works amazing so even if we have to uh, say optimize the content or even they uh, you know uh, i mean there are times that you know people just hire us to create seo optimized content right so that is there so writers ha uh, have been trained on that so they only create it and they optimize it so both of these would work but it's something that you have to test with both and see what works with your writers because sometimes it happens that writers uh, you know some writers don't have that uh, understanding of seo they just understand the subject they just understand how it can be written better for users but they don't know how to use the queries right that that part optimization can be done by us mm -hmm. yeah got it you know it's interesting that we have uh, an active audience from four continents the us uh, ukraine india uh, africa kenya you know uh, thanks guys you know for watching us and by the way you can listen on audio podcast as well i'll submit this episode for a few weeks so yeah if you prefer this format just do it uh, i have the question about uh, uh, about uh, link building can you tell how it's important uh, to provide link building campaigns to earn links you know uh, if you are talking about white hat seo uh, to get results with feature snippets uh, can authority help you know to get uh, these results Honestly speaking we have a lot of case studies where we were able to achieve feature snippets without any backlink mm -hmm. so that is something that you know uh, uh, if not something that you know uh, very necessary but it becomes really important when your site is quite authoritative uh, i mean quite authoritative because what happens is that you know when your site is quite authoritative your competitor site is quite authoritative there you need links to support that content and made make it more authoritative right so for authority you need links otherwise search engines actually give a lot of importance to the quality of the content and how it helps the users right so definitely we should be using different platforms so that we can drive traffic until and unless we drive traffic to uh, you know our that blog we are not going to get any results it's something that you know uh, that we create it and publish it won't make any different to it but you know uh, uh, putting internal links you know helping helping search engines understand more about the pages through structured you know schema tags that we use so that will help the search engines understand more about your content right that way you can help it otherwise backlinks become really important when your site is competing with the larger set of you know very competitive uh, queries there achieving backlinks becomes mandatory mm -hmm. okay uh, let's talk about schema can you tell uh, how to set up the schema uh, to optimize the feature snippets because you know uh, i see two ways when you uh, just click a few buttons and optimize schema or uh, to provide manual job when you need to submit additional data to analyze what do you think which way is better okay so i guess both have worked for us i mean uh, earlier we didn't had a you know person who would manually write uh, these uh, schema tags so we used to create it through online tools that is available from markle or something we used to that tool to create online schema tags for how to blogs 
for even FAQ section as well, and uh, you know the entire blog uh, uh, schema tag as well, right? So we used to create it through tools that also works perfectly fine, and even you know creating manually also works fine. So that is something that you know we need to use it carefully depending on type of content that we have. I mean, recently we are updating. Uh, I mean, we are targeting a feature snippets for a research uh, uh, research based organization where they publish research, uh, you know, every month. So th there, you know, it's like the you know type of competition is same. I mean, the content that they are uh, their competitors are going to publish is also the same, right? So it is difficult to compete with the content there. So what we did is, you know, we created a table. We used the table table schema tags, and that you know helped us achieve. Uh, at least for one feature snippets on last friday only so mm -hmm. that is something that uh, you know uh, depending on the type of content and what it would uh, you know how impactful uh, we can make it for audience right so based on that we can identify and maybe based on that we can op optimize our content and use the schema tags accordingly because there we had faqs but we didn't had how to uh, schema tag we had uh, had it faq and table schema tag that's all so you know you can use it these you know automated generated schema tags also work the same way like you do it manually mm -hmm. yeah love it love it okay let's talk more about seo uh, can you tell uh, about uh, uh, how to learn seo today you know what to do for example if someone uh, want to uh, be an expert one day to to uh, get high results, I don't know, like to sell services or uh, even, uh, um, I don't know, to uh, get traffic to their websites. Uh, for example, if you started today from scratch without any experience, skills, what will you do to learn SEO? Okay. Uh, I would start with one thing is that, you know, I would identify the courses that are available from the authentic site. Say, for example, there are multiple, you know, uh, uh, courses that has been launched by, say, uh, you know, uh, there are from SEMrush, there are from, uh, you know, Blue Array SEO company. There are many uh, courses that, uh, you know, these authority sites have come up with. We will identify, we will do a small, you know, uh, I'll focus on doing one course at a time. And then, you know, I will have my own website where I will implement everything that I have learned. So uh, uh, courses, right? So I would learn on the courses. I would, you know, see whatever they are explaining. I will implement it on the website. Because what has happened is that, you know, we hire a lot of interns at our agency. So what we have seen is that they have all the knowledge. If you ask about them uh, to, you know, about internal links, they know it. If you talk about, you know, what is the process of keyword research, they will tell you orally amazing, you know, list of process that you feel that, okay, for a beginner, this process is fine. Right. But when you give actually a website that they would do use it, uh, you know, for keyword research, it's something that, you know, you feel that completely different from what you expected. Right. So that's why practical experiment is very, very important when it comes to learning anything. Right. So I would do this thing that, you know, maybe do some courses, then experiment on the website and then keep a close watch on the industry experts, like, you know, Alida Solis, there are many other, you know, uh, Orit, uh, Suganthan, uh, there are many people, Mordi, you, I mean, you are, uh, you guys are, you know, uh, interviewing a lot of people, there is so much to learn, right? So it's something that, you know, keep a, you know, follow these industry, uh, you know, experts that how they are implementing certain things, they, you know, sometimes they even share checklists, they even share their own processes with you, right? So that can help you become better. And try and, you know, uh, grab a job where you get to learn rather than looking at, you know, some 
um perks i would say that for beginners it's really important to learn the right way so i believe that you know uh, that is something that is going to help you with you know more experiments more failures because failure is something until and unless you fail you don't know whether an experiment worked for you or not right so that is yeah. something that you know i would highly recommend Uh, you know, for me, failing only brings a new experience and nothing else, you know. <laughs> so <laughs> without failures, it's hard to go ahead. And I remember when Elon Musk uh, uh, replied about failures and he mentioned that if you don't fail, you are not innovative enough. So, yeah, you are boring, you are generic, you know. But uh, when you test uh, something, but by the way, you mentioned about testing. Can you tell how to provide SEO testing today? Because, you know, it takes time. For example, if I test on pay-per-click campaigns, I can analyze for a few days. But in SEO, I see when SEMrush uh, provides testing for three weeks. Can you tell, uh, for example, how to provide testing uh, for any websites, how long does it take and your advice how to taste test in the right way <laughs> right so you know what what has worked for us uh, when it comes to testing it is something that you know we usually implement it one by one you know say if we have to implement it say just internal links we will just optimize internal links and then we will wait for say two weeks or three weeks usually maximum in the three weeks you get to know whether it has worked for you or not in case your website is very busy uh, you know you optimize the content i mean crawl budget is high or maybe you know uh, google is uh, visiting your site almost every day that is something where uh, you know uh, you can see faster results so you don't have to wait for say two weeks but if your website is uh, kind of normal busy there you can uh, expect that you know your test could be uh, you know out with the results at the end of three weeks so you know don't go everything don't go you know all in never go all in because mm -hmm. what happens is that you don't know whether tech seo worked whether your uh, you know uh, core web vitals worked whether your uh, content optimization worked what worked it becomes really you know uh, crazy so i would suggest that you know you should do one test at a time mm -hmm. love it love it and you know i think uh, if you are talking about uh going all in it's related to poker you know <laughs> because in uh, in seo and trading uh, it's better yeah uh, to put all x uh, in different basket you know as Warren buffett mentioned about that okay i'm interested about um, uh, three things that it's better to avoid today what uh, webmasters don't need to do it's obsolete it doesn't work it can penalize your website can you mention three things that it's better to avoid uh i would say uh, you know these days people don't put such you know hidden links and everything otherwise that could be on the top list today but uh, i mm -hmm. would say that you know uh, um first thing is that don't just uh, put content just like that you know people are doing a lot of, i mean we have seen a lot of websites these days that have thousands of blog on their website with thin content with only 200 or 300 words content for every topic and there they are just promoting their different websites which is a big no no if you cannot provide value to your audience please don't invest in content it's some it's a waste of time and it can penalize mm -hmm. definitely it can penalize we have seen some case studies we have heard about them on twitter uh, in the last core update that happened recently right so we have seen that sites have been affected uh, due to those thin content on the website so please don't do that is the biggest no over here uh second thing is that you know be watchful for the 
uh, backlinks that you acquire because uh, what happens is that you know until and unless those sites are really authoritative those are going to put you in big you know pitfall that where from where coming out it would be very difficult right so you know uh, backlinks is something that you have to be very very careful i understand these days it's not easy to grab backlinks people ask money to you that you know you have to pay money to grab backlinks but it's something that be patient try and identify build authorship rather than you know just putting out links anywhere and everywhere don't do directory submissions or social bookmarking because those don't work today it is either business listings or product listing sites not directory listing sites right so be careful on the uh, backlinks and a third thing is something that i would like to say around is um i guess um, after content backlink i think uh, this could be sorted i believe i don't need a third one <laughs> okay uh, okay uh, the next question about three things that must do you know anyway masters must do things three things can you tell them okay so um, i would say that you know you must uh, focus a lot on you know audience very important mm-hmm. because these days uh, competition is increasing a lot right there are a lot of competition and it's like it is becoming difficult and more uh, most of the time what happens is for the same query you might have to target uh, i mean there might be different types of audience like i said earlier with the example of say top uh, online fashion brands right there were two different audiences for the same query that happens to even our tech clients as well that the query is same but the audience is different if you don't position yourself better all your content optimization all your seo efforts everything is going to be in you know uh, it, it will be in vain because it Oh guys uh, it's something that you know uh, you might grab good traffic but no leads so that mm-hmm. you cannot uh, you know um, forget about is uh, i would say audits audits are something that you know you cannot ignore without audit you should not strategize until and unless you know the data you have the data of analytics search console any other tools we even use you know um, uh cro tools for sometimes we use cro tools for heavy optimization right so there it's something that you know you need to look at those things and then decide that you know how you are going to do it so uh, obviously first is audience research uh, second is uh, uh, you know this thing audits and the third thing is keep your kpis fixed that how are you going to decide what action made you what i mean and what will be the result right keep the goal in front of you so that you know that after doing this task i'm going to achieve this because everyone would tell you that you have to do keyword research internal linking everything right but you need to know why are you going to do internal linking how are you going to do it and what you will achieve after setting uh, you know finishing the entire internal linking task right mm-hmm. so these are yeah. the three things okay we have the last question from moses how to do a blog topic research can you help him <laughs> Okay so block topic research i would say there is uh, a bit uh, tricky thing over here is that most of the time what happens is sometimes uh, the search intent differs right if you think this is a block topic it might be a you know a commercial intent uh, keyword as well so what you can do is you identify the list of uh, keywords from a search tool right you can use uh, use any seo tool you can use ahrefs and any other tool 
use that tool identify put your main primary keyword there and identify what all block topics that you can find you can also use google search right uh, google search you know uh, when you type in a query you might see the suggestions right so google search suggestions are also brilliant suggestions that they can bring for a block topic even semrush has this block topic uh, you know topic uh, suggestion uh, they have this uh, feature so you can use that as well and you know once you do the keyword research you can identify the keyword research with uh, you know informational search intent and then you can pick up those blogs and plan it for featured snippets as well Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, the last question. Sorry for that because I, I thought that was the last. But uh, Matt, who I wanna ask, please clarify when would be free backlinks like directories, bookmark listings are effective? What do you think about such type of link building? Honestly speaking, I still know that people have 500 list of uh, backlinks on directories, social bookmarkings. It's not effective until and unless it's relevant. So you need mm -hmm. relevancy. Uh, you need to check whether you're putting your site on this, uh, you know, directory or social bookmarking will be, uh, you know, effective or not. Whether it actually has any traffic, if that site doesn't have any traffic, there's no point doing it. It will be a mm -hmm. waste of time. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Uh, it's a big pleasure, Himani, you know, to get on my show. You reply to a lot of great uh, questions, you know. Uh, tell our audience how they can reach out to you, learn more about you, follow you. Absolutely. It was a really an honor to be with you. And thank you. Thank you so much for having me and inviting me here. Yeah. Uh, how to reach out to you uh, or follow on social media, share about okay. the best way. Yeah, sure. So you guys can reach out to me on Twitter. Twitter, it's uh, at the rate to me. Uh, okay, so you guys can reach out to me on LinkedIn, Twitter, LinkedIn, it's Himani Kankarya. Please copy my name over here and you can search it on LinkedIn and you can find me there. And even you can search my name on Google, you will find multiple sites where you can reach out to me. And Twitter, it's at the rate Himani underscore Kankarya. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys, uh, you can search on Google or open our podcast and find all these links uh, uh, in the description below. Listen to us on Apple, Google, Spotify. Thanks again for your time. A big pleasure that you found the time to share a lot of valuable insights with my audience. I, I'm pretty sure that will follow you because, yeah, you can see, guys, a lot of value why you need to ignore such kind of knowledge. And see you next time. Thanks for listening to this entire podcast. Please rank your experience in Apple, Spotify, Google, or any other platforms that you may use. Also, please share your ranking mark on chat at seotools.tv to get a special gift. We'll see you soon on other valuable audio podcasts.